Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week, we will give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I'm Brian. I'm somewhere outside of Atlanta, and I am feeling conflicted. I'm Benedicta. Today is December 7th, and I'm feeling trusting. And I'm Benedict. This is episode number 119, and I'm feeling a little bit sad. Mm. Mm. Well, mm, why I are you to, sad? I have to confess that I'm the I'm the cause of the sadness, um, which well, and and the cause of what I'm so conflicted about, which is that I have decided I'm going to take a three month break from the show um and which <laughs> i told you guys and y'all are like oh, i'm not surprised um seems like i'm ready for a break um but yeah i'm, I'm super conflicted about it i mean we've done 119 episodes of this um and it just yeah it 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 feels sad to feel like, yeah, what I need is a break from it, from from doing it. Um, I've just, I've valued it so much. I've just so appreciated it. Um, and getting to know you, Benedict, I mean, we, just, we talk, I mean, every single week for the past two, you know, two years plus. Um, and yeah, so that's why I'm so conflicted about it is that I... I've en- I enjoy it so much, have enjoyed it so much, but here's what I, I feel like is that um, I am, I'm really enjoying, uh, you know, GitLab. Um, that's, that is a small part of it. The other, the other bigger parts of it is that I'm just, I just have not been giving energy or thought to building a SaaS. Um, you know, like if I look at the things that are kind of competing for my attention and time, which is the one that feels like it's it's kind of a drain right now, and it's like just continu- just continuing to slog away on trying to build a trying to bootstrap a a SaaS company um, towards some meaningful amount of MRR. <laughs> I'm just I'm kind of I'm really really tired of of trying to do that for now so yeah so you're taking a break guess, from the SAS and that's why you want to take a break from the podcast because you feel like those two are linked I, I feel like they're highly linked um I don't I mean, dis- disagree, but if if you want, but like, I think what, yeah, I think I just feel like, oh man, I don't, I don't really have anything to, to share. Um, I don't have anything to, you know, I haven't, I haven't done anything on it. I haven't even thought about it hardly. Um, the free time that I do get, um, I spent, I've like been designing a handful of new games, um, that I really, that I'm really liking. Um, and so it's, it feels like, oh, huh. Yeah. What do I want to spend my free time on if I'm not 
you know, pursuing other hobbies. I don't want to pull my laptop back up and, and write code. I actually want to go sit down at the dinner table and sketch out some ideas and build a prototype for a little board game. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, are, I mean, it, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but And there are some exciting stuff happening with uh, the board game, the one that's, that is already f further along than Sketches. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, so the, I mean, so the contest that we entered it into a while ago and we like made the first cut, then got into the top 10 and then the winners were supposed to be announced last Wednesday. And then at the last minute they were like, Hey, we need another week. Um, I was like, Oh, okay, fine. Um, anyway, so the, <laughs> the, the top three, the winners will be announced. I mean, tomorrow, but listener that's either today or at some point in the past, uh, for you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the top three will have, uh, you know, out of the 10 will have an option, you know, to be published by this company. Um, and so next week, so I was saying, I was like, next week I'll have an interesting update on this one way or the other. It'll either be good news or bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, uh, that, that's, that's pretty, pretty stinking exciting. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't on the show last week, but, um, but just a few days before, you know, regular recording time, um, we had a live pitch with the publisher, you know, to like do a playthrough of the game. They asked us a bunch of questions. Uh, it went great. Um, so I feel pretty, you know, I feel somewhat optimistic about that specifically, but more generally like, oh, hey, yeah, okay, fine. If we come in sixth place on this, then sweet, we'll put together a little, you know, a one pager and 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 pitch it to some other publishers like outside of any sort of contest thing and and with a little bit of credential behind it now so um so that all found that all that all feels that all feels really exciting um and uh yeah i'm kind of i'm i'm rambling <laughs> at this point just <laughs> this because this means my, that my, you will be back uh, next week at least for kind yeah, of your yeah, last yes. update so, before the break and yes, that also means, I, I guess, if anybody has any kind of final questions for Brian before he takes his <laughs> oh, break, they need yeah, to uh, yeah. reach out to, to us in, in some way. Um, yes. Yeah. So I think I think that next week makes a whole lot of sense to be the last week for me for, you know, some X number of months because I'll have an update on the board game. I'm chatting with a couple of folks in Mega Maker to say, hey, I don't have the energy or the mental space to, to set aside to, to continue to build this thing, but it has legit traction. Um, can we, is there an arrangement that we can make that you would be excited about? Um, 50, 50 partnership doesn't really make sense, uh, yet. Um, like what, what would be exciting to you? So hopefully I'll have an update there. Um, and we'll be like, Gosh, what will that be? The seventh? It will be like two weeks away from being back in Colorado um, at the end of this, you know, half year on the road uh, adventure. So there will be like three different, I think, storylines <laughs> that I can close <laughs> the loop on um, next week. So I think that uh, I think that will make the most that will make the most sense. Yep. Yeah, that sounds I mean. As I said, it's a little bit sad because, like, we we recorded almost yeah. 120 episodes together. I mean, well, yeah, a break here and there, but um, right, yeah, it's uh, it's sad to see you go, but I hope it's just a break and not forever. Yeah, 
Uh, but the other interesting question is, I'm not, I'm not saying, I, I'm not asking just to, to convince you to stay on and not take the break because I feel like mm -hmm. it's probably a good idea to take a break and I just like, it's not easy to always show up every week and have a good, a good update that's kind of interesting and worthwhile of sharing. I mean, I, <laughs> I think we all three, three struggle issues. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, performance <laughs> issues of like uh, looking at back at the last week and being like, yeah, I did. I did a lot of stuff, but nothing super exciting, and I'm not entirely sure what to talk about. So, mm -hmm. I don't. I get it. Mm -hmm. um, but the other interesting question is: um, Is this podcast about building a SaaS, or is it just about doing stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I think the intro is building products in public. Because I've been asking myself mm -hmm. the same thing since I haven't spent so much energy on POW, which is my SAS. <laughs> um, kind of similar to, to Brian, put that on the back burner. But still mm -hmm. building stuff in public, though. So I feel like I fit your original description in some <laughs> capacity. I, I Honestly, I don't quite remember what the original intro was. We changed it. We adjusted it a couple yeah. of times. But yeah, we did it start it out as like... Times. It started with building we, a SaaS, right? No, no. It started as, uh, to listen along, as we try to build and grow a SaaS while consulting on the side or something. Like, that was the initial like conceit that, yeah. was, like, can you be self-employed and find time to build a SaaS, to find time to bootstrap a SaaS, like that was even the initial thing, and then it mm -hmm. changed when when UserList got into uh, into Tiny Seed, and then changed. Yeah, I mean, so it's it is it has changed. It has definitely changed over time. I think it's a really interesting question. Like, is this is this show about building a SaaS? And I think we can pretty definitively say no. You know, it's, at the stage, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That might have been the that was definitely like maybe the initial the initial idea. But over time, it has been, how do you steadily make progress towards some difficult-to-achieve goal? Um, so, I, I feel like for, and I feel like for me personally, like, I have, I have yet to actually arrive at the goal that I had set, um, which is interesting to say because I feel like where I'm, like my current position is very, very, very nice. Like I definitely enjoy this current feeling of uh, salaried employment, not like consulting is left behind, freeing myself from the, you know, the, like con continual stress of 10k MRR, 10k MRR, you know, like that, that, you know, thing in the back of my head. Um, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what that means. The show <laughs> is, it, you know, can be from here forward. Um, other, other than I, there, do, it does need to be, there, it needs to appeal to a certain niche of, of, of folks i think but I, I don't know what that is at the moment 
But do you think you would have gotten the job at GitLab if you hadn't kind of done those side what's called side paths or I don't know. You said you you haven't kind of achieved the goal that you set forth, but by going towards that goal, do you think the GitLab opportunity came as a result of that, or do you I mean, think you the, would have gotten the GitLab opportunity if you had just kept kind of working a salary job until now? No, no. I mean, the, the GitLab job 100% came about because I was doing jobs to be done consulting. Um, and uh, like, that's how the initial intro happened years ago. And we've just, we've stayed in touch and I've mm -hmm. stayed on his radar because I share stuff on LinkedIn all the time. Um, so then maybe that, your we, goal has changed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I think that's the conclusion there. But one follow-up question about that. Uh, was that contract related to um, your jobs to be done consulting or did it even, like, I, I remember you were in touch with GitLab because of your remote work hasn't to be hasn't doesn't have to be lonely but, tool yeah was both. that did, <laughs> so i guess kind of like all of the story so far helped with that job in a way yeah 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 <laughs> i mean the the uh i mean th this particular one specifically is because they're chief of product um and i met years ago because i was presenting at a at a conference and i was presenting at mm -hmm. the conference to try to find clients and they were never a client um he was impressed we've stayed in touch for years um that is specifically how like this referral and this opportunity you know came about um and it just so Slow happened that i was steady. able to drop you know some other like you know you know things about, oh, I'm a perfect cultural fit as well. I've been working on this thing. I published this, blah, blah, blah. Um, those things all supported the story for sure. Um, but I think what I think what I mean, you know, more broadly is I did not set about on this 119 episodes ago to <laughs> eventually land a, uh, a full-time job that's a really great fit for my situation. You know, that's where I have arrived at currently and it feels like oh yes this feels like a giant relief um i don't know exactly what that means you know overall other than to to have set out to try to accomplish something not get there arrive at at least not the end but at least you know at a late stage of trying to accomplish that and feel relieved. It, I I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I feel like it means that you're winning at life. That that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you set out to reach a goal, and then somewhere in the middle of the journey, you realize, hey, that's actually not where I want to go, or mm -hmm. the path towards that goal doesn't look nice. I go somewhere else. So yeah. I, yeah, and I feel like I, the the thing that that came up in my mind is like, um, as a software developer, we're always preaching like, uh, yeah, you have to be agile and adapt to change <laughs> and and stuff like. And I mean, that's exactly yeah. this. I mean, it would have been crazy 120 episodes ago to set out and be like, hey, in two and a half, three years, I want to have a full time job at this particular company doing this particular task. I mean, that's just yeah. It just doesn't happen, and I yep. feel like it's just natural to, yeah, 
yeah, to have a, to, to to change your mind and uh, suddenly realize or eventually realize that you're happy doing something else. Yeah, and I mean, I can can only talk about me uh, and and my goals. One hundred twenty episodes ago, not entirely sure I arrived at any of those either. So <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> maybe I did, but like the goalposts keep moving in a way, uh, and suddenly you realize, yeah, now I'm here, yeah. but it's still not what i i'm looking for it's not quite what i imagined it to be which reminds me of my vacation a couple of weeks ago when we were hiking we were hiking up up a hill or a mountain and you'd always that was a small path that was winding and you'd always be like ah that over there that looks like that's the ridge and once we get there that's a good time to take a break and then turn around and go back down and unfortunately a couple of times we arrived to that ridge only to realize nah, it's not a ridge <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, the way yeah. it's the ridge is actually way way more uh, to the top and yeah. then we're like yeah okay we still have some energy left so maybe we'll go there that has to be the ridge for sure <laughs> and surprise it wasn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah. I feel like did you enjoy the trip Absolutely. I mean, exactly. it was amazing and uh, we enjoyed it quite a bit. And at, eventually we decided, okay, we'll never make it to the ridge. Uh, let's just turn around and go back home. Um, and it was still a nice, a nice hike and a nice experience. So, yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, we need a <laughs> all... speaker. That's... Benedict will, uh, yeah. can do that for you. <laughs> Nah, nah, I'm not sure. With his that. own phot photographies <laughs> yeah. from the from the from the trip or the walk <laughs> on on big slides. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Okay, well that's yeah, I mean that's uh that's it for me. I'll I'll hopefully have some or I will have some news uh next week on a couple of different fronts and uh and we can we can chat some more uh then. But Benedicto, what's what's happening in in your world that would be me yep i heard a little <laughs> e at the end um yeah. <laughs> life update i guess since uh, since that's part of my slow and steady <laughs> journey um i now have an accountability part yoga accountability partner on twitter which is super nice. awesome. Um, awesome i think she's an ex gatsby employee actually now she works at cockroach labs it's like a new db service database service i don't know anyway she was like i need an accountability partner so we've been like messaging each other like hey i did my yoga have you done your yoga uh, and it That's actually awesome. really helped one day because i was like i'm not doing it but then she was like you know <laughs> you can do it and then i did it and now i feel much better after doing yoga like four days in a row again so yeah. that is so much fun and twitter is just so much fun these days like things like that makes it you know like actual humans not just like the blob that is twitter uh, mm -hmm. and i have to figure out a way to unfollow people because i followed so many people over the years i'm not allowed to follow any more people and i haven't <laughs> found a tool for that because i just want to go through like anyone who hasn't tweeted in like a year or anyone mm -hmm. uh, who i followed like 10 years i've been on the platform 13 years 14 years so I just kind of I need to like weed out a lot of people and I'm not going to do that manually. So 
since I am now working with like maybe eventually creating a SaaS starter, I might like create a mini SaaS uh, with Gatsby so that I can like practice making SaaSes. Uh, we'll see. I'm not going to get ahead of myself on this. <laughs> but So if I don't follow you back, dear listener, if you start following me, I do like you. It's I'm just not, not allowed. It's, I'm yes. not allowed <laughs> right. to follow anymore. <laughs> So, um, so that is interesting. So that's, I got like, I follow 5,000 people. Like who even oh, that's are a they? Yeah. Um, I've been uncritically following folks for 14 years. So that has that's... resulted in a lot of follows, followers, not followers, but follows. <laughs> Cause not that many people follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered just, um, starting from scratch? I have like, like instead of instead of going through and like unfollowing people that are not a good fit, have you considered just unfollowing everyone and then adding them back in as you see fit? That would still be five thousand clicks because Twitter does not have unfollow everyone that I have found. Can you unfollow so can make yeah. a little... the API? Yeah, so that's what. So that's since I would have to like do a wouldn't have to but since i probably will go that route anyway i could just mm -hmm. sort people and then say everyone who hasn't tweeted for a year and then just unfollow all of those oh. instead of everyone yeah. or unfollow everyone yeah. and start from i i don't know I, that I, feels I, did I, did, I don't know that feels i don't know it feels so I, all these people i'll unfollow it feels I don't know. It feels like throwing them out of my party or something. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to that party metaphor that you had, right? It feels yeah. like I've invited all of these people home. And now I'm like, hmm. I'm not going to figure out who I like. I'll just throw everyone out. I, which is I probably okay. So just to offer, yeah. just to offer like another side of this, I did, I think maybe six, eight months ago, I unfollowed everybody, zero followers. Oh. And very slowly added a f like oh hey yeah i haven't you know i haven't heard from i i noticed that i am kind of looking for their update mm -hmm. and so added them and then got it back up i think got back to 80 or so followers and then unfollowed you know down to 40 and i think i'm currently at zero followers just so that twitter is boring to me and i'm not uh, tempted to to log in <laughs> um, trying to like just yeah go be on a, a diet um yeah. from all social media at the moment but i just so just to say it i i think benedict's got a good idea that yeah. it's a pretty good strategy to just wipe it completely clean you're not being rude you're not literally kicking anybody out and you will you will notice I'm like wriggling in my chair it just feels wrong but you're probably well, right it just feels wrong it it's not it's not personal and then you'll notice who who do you miss add yeah. those and like give yourself a 100 follow limit or something you know reasonable yeah. i i'm not entirely sure because i've never done that but I, if i remember correctly you can put people on lists yeah and mm -hmm. then just follow the yep. list which will not count them as a, a person you follow directly so I mean, instead of unfollowing everyone, you can just move everyone to a list if that's mm -hmm. if that's possible. I'm not sure what the maximum size of a list is, and then you can pick them off one by one into your actually yeah. follower Ooh, list, your heavy rotation list. I actually now yeah. have a list that's called "Follow When Allowed." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that's 
Honestly, I have a legit like. I have a question. I have a question. Like on your Twitter usage, do you actually read your timeline or? I scroll through. Do you just read my... your notifications or how does it work? I scrolled through my timeline probably like a little bit more than I should, but in this, but I, I still, I feel like I get a lot of out of it. Like a lot of the things that I've picked up over the years have been from mm. kind of just scrolling through it fairly quickly, but just like noticing trends and what are people talking about and what technologies are they talking about and, and stuff like that. Since I, I'm on that, that, the one that kind of Twitter makes for you. So I also get like adjacent tweets, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. that comes up. And then I've muted some stuff that I don't want to see uh, again and again, because I want to have, I want it to be more like tech discussions and like discovering tech stuff. Like I want to have tech conversations on there and yoga. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I, 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 I use it like a fair amount and also i use it because i need that accountability so i use it to like throw out like what i'm gonna do like tech wise uh so i use it more yeah i don't have like a very good strategy for like getting more followers and that's not really that important to me it's more those connections like now with uh, michelle on the like the yoga like that makes me happy and i also have some people that i can talk gatsby with on there and like have you know gatsby discussions and stuff like that so I really enjoy Twitter in that way. I mean, I managed to get my feed to be very pleasant, actually. Um, I've muted AR, AAR and MMR, I guess, as, as words. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, some other stuff. So that, that, and I block, or not block, I mute a lot of folks that talk about tech, but in that, you know, that, I hate framework X. You should never like. You should never use yeah. X. You know, use Y. Yeah. Kind of like I, they call them grift grifters. I, I don't even know what that means, but like the grifter <laughs> tweeters or something. Like there's a word for it. So I try to just mute those. So my yes, yeah, so my feed feels really good. I just think that I have a lot of people that are not tweeting that I'm following. So I don't really want to mm. unfollow everybody because I do enjoy my feed. But I want to kind of remove everyone that isn't contributing that feed, but are contributing to to my you know maxed out limit and then keep everyone that are talking on my feed i guess um but i could move people over to the list but yeah can okay it's it sounds like you don't actually have a problem oh i can't your... follow anymore because i want to follow more gatsby people now that i'm like trying to get like really into the gatsby um, community, so I could put those on the list, but also I feel like for a lot of those, a lot of those like Gatsby people I want to follow, they have very few followers because they're like uh -huh. people looking for Gatsby resources, and I think for them it's like really nice if they get a follow and not just be put on the list. So I'd I'd want to give like a follow to people with few followers uh, instead of yeah, I don't know, it's. I'm complicating this. <laughs> is, is there, and I apologize because I didn't think there was. There's, you're, you're. It's the personal limit of yes. followers, yes. Fo of following, not yeah. like you've reached them. Yeah. So, no. It's, if yeah, if it's, they're if you're following them and they're not tweeting, they might it might as well just not even exist. Like you don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah. You literally don't have to worry about it. No, because I'm not allowed to follow any more people before I have more followers. 
Like if I click follow on a person, Twitter says you are not allowed so, to yes. follow anymore. Okay, people. so yes. there is a yes. limit. Okay, yeah. okay, got it. And got I think it. it's based on how. So I have two and a half thousand followers, and I follow five thousand people, and then I'm not allowed so to follow some. more than okay. like double right. my own following or follow. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Cool. So anyway, that was a tangent, but I enjoy so Twitter. Sorry. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I am enjoying Twitter is what's kind of the point. But I feel bad yeah. about not following some some people and I need to just like mm -hmm. get on that like cleaning, do a little spring cleaning in the winter. Mm -hmm. Um but back to the updates. I had a streaming show that I talked about last week with Miriam, who's creating a website web app for her conference buddy initiative and i think that went really well she's very excited about like having an accountability buddy in us also so she kind of got homework <laughs> to do for this week's stream and i promised her like little sticker stars <laughs> she does her <laughs> she does her assignments um but this so this week we'll have um twitter friend Swiss uh, Swiss Teller or Swissic on Twitter. So he will come on and we'll discuss uh, authentication services and what to think about when choosing an authentication service. And we will also have database needs. So we'll have a little bit of a chat on what to look for and, you know, pricing models and open source versus non-open source and try to like figure out what service should she, uh, should she decide on because she's not going to build this you know, she's not going to build a backend um, and host it herself for this type of a this type of a project. So I think that's going to be a really interesting discussion we'll have on Thursday. And then the week after, I have forced Benedict on to talk us through data mon modeling <laughs> um, because we'll overthink that and we'll need somebody with experience to be like, you don't have to think about that right now, but you have to think about this one thing. Or, you know, just give us a little bit of his experience in, yeah. in working with databases. I mean, I know, like, how to save stuff to a database, but I've never, like, worked on a database that's going to be used by more than, like, a few people. So, a shared database that's going to be used by more than a few people. So, and I think that's going to be an interesting chat as well, because, yeah, because, Benedict, you can, you can be like, well, we saw issues at... X amount of users, so maybe you don't have to think about that ever. Um, or, and I think people are interested in those kinds of topics because it's a lot of people trip up, like they overthink and overcomplicate, so they never get like off the ground with their project. So I think, I think this series can be uh, very interesting for for the, the the folks that end up following along. It's going to be five or six episodes, I think, and then. And then I said I was trusting, I guess, in the, my feeling. I feel like I things are like moving along, slow and steady in the right direction. I just kind of like have to trust the process. I've done some automation so that now I can write all my emails in Markdown and then they get published to the site, my site, and then they are turned into emails via RSSS into ConvertKit. And that makes it a lot more enjoyable, especially to write like emails with because I want code snippets. I want to like teach people stuff about Gatsby and like show them in code what they're supposed to do. And having to do that like inside of ConvertKit or in like that is not so enjoyable. And then I also hope I call them emails on my website, but I hope that they could like pick up you know, maybe some kind of SEO. 
I can see what people are interested in, what they're searching for, even though these are very much like personal, like I talking to one person, like they're written as emails, but they could still maybe be beneficial to people who happen upon them. Uh, and then while I was working on my next talk, which is going to be on encryption and privacy, I decided I'm going to do some live coding because that's what I do now. And I remembered way back when that I made a little demo where you can write notes in your browser and then they are encrypted and saved to a GitHub repository. So it could be a public GitHub repository because they're encrypted with your encryption key. And I found it. <laughs> I'm really happy about that. And the commit <laughs> is from July, 2019. But I found it and I upgraded all the dependencies and it still work. It still works. So that made me, and it's made in Gatsby, of course. So as we were saying about like slow and steady, like maybe this is now I'm looking back to be like, yes, I have actually been like slow, slowly and steadily building up to this Gatsby authority work that I'm doing. Um, so while I was, I was done kind of making it work, I was like, oh, I need a really cool, like emoji, like fav icon because I'm not going to style the app at all, because then I know I'm going to spend like 40 hours or 50 hours just on that. <laughs> so <laughs> you know the feeling, right? So but I was like, oh, this could be a plugin. So uh, in two hours, I created an emoji fav icon plugin for Gatsby. So that feeds into my kind of strategy of making many little plugins. It was so yeah. much fun. And those yeah. two hours even included not like getting the automation, release automation to work because I had the wrong key, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So I'm really happy with like those two hours because now I have that, I have my plugin starters. Like I could take that tiny ID from ID to, to an actual release in two hours, which feels very encouraging um, for me because that, that makes, that makes it something I can actually do quite a few of and mm -hmm. use as kind of, instead of just blog content or like written content or video content, I can actually kind of have code as content, I guess. Yep. Is that a new term? Code as content? Did I just like, did I just <laughs> coin that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Who's to, yeah. Who's to yeah, say? Probably. Who's to say? No, so that is, uh, that was really cool. I'm enjoying all these automations. It just makes, now that I know what I'm going to do for like a longer time, it's so much easier to like set up the automations and make the processes work in my favor. Yeah. And then trust that this, I see little indications of people asking, making issues on my plugins and like engaging mm. both on Twitter and on uh -huh. GitHub. So I see like this is going to, I have a strong feeling this is going to work. I just need to like keep up with the, the process. Totally. And and then my first non-hourly gig came through, so I'm gonna create a um, React demonstration for a service called Outseta, which has like embeds, embedded signups and login and profile and different stuff. But we'll obviously explore Gatsby as well. So Ula, my junior dev and partner, he is doing some exploratory work on getting it set up with Gatsby, so that when I sit down and do the React demo. Like he has tested out and and done a lot of kind of the preliminary work, so it will be hopefully a quite quick turnout or turnaround for me doing the um, the delivery. That's awesome! Congrats nice. on that. Yeah. yeah. So trusting, cool. I'm like, this is yeah. <laughs> well, slow. I mean, it's working for good reason. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> like you really do start to see like your build up of momentum. 
Yeah, and as we talked about, like, POW, which is my SAS that I haven't spent so much time on, now that I have this system set up, I see that I can do more work on POW because I can then quickly take plugin or create, if I do something for POW, I can create a plugin for it and release it into kind of the system. Or if I learn something new while working on POW, I could create emails around Gatsby kind of on from POW. So it just makes it um, more kind of cohesive in a way now that I have this kind of engine going. But before mm -hmm. I didn't have anywhere to like output that, that the technical experience technical knowledge that I'm getting from POW, um, but now I do, which gives it like a not, it gives it a different dimension, I guess, which, mm -hmm. which I hope is going to work out. Um, and I was very inspired Sweet. by a inter expert interview that Monica Lent did inside of her blogging for dev community with the creator behind Go Rails. I don't know if you've had a look yeah. at that. And he kind of did similar stuff where he uses his product. So when he comes across something in a product, there's like, oh, that was a clever way of doing it. He just records a screencast right away with that knowledge. And then he keeps working on the product and then he edits the screencast later. But he does it when it's like fresh on his mind. And then he has the screencast for the week as kind of, I think Jonathan Stark calls it sawdust. Like it's cast off of work yeah. that you are doing anyway. Um, yep. And when you got those kinds of engines set up you it looks like you're doing a lot more but you're not it looks like you're doing maybe five times as much kind of work but it doesn't take five much as much five times as much energy or time to mm -hmm. do it because it all kind of feeds it each other so yeah that's my update i didn't leave any that's breathing good. space for you to ask questions <laughs> All good. Stuff. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sawdust thing, and I feel like I'm struggling with that in particular. Like, yeah, like I, I feel like I come across interesting stuff all the time in my work, but usually I feel like I'm too busy to even stop and record a screencast, even if I'm not mm. publishing it. So, well, the, that's a good the, idea. I think most people are familiar, but just to be explicit about it, the sawdust metaphor is, you know, lumber companies who are cutting, you know, planks of wood, they're throwing sawdust everywhere. So rather than just like letting it fall on the floor, sweeping it away and putting it in the trash, they collect it and then can sell it to, you know, other industries like uh, quick start firewood or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, people who want sawdust. And so you package and sell the, you know, the potential waste of your primary uh yeah your primary yeah. function and in our industries it's off it can often be not sold but used as marketing material i guess so, yeah it yes. can often yeah, be exactly. sold as well but like a, a often it can yeah. be used package as package whatever it is you're casting <laughs> off yeah 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 oh, that's so clever <sighs> Yeah, I really enjoyed that you. video. I can really recommend. Oh. I think it's only available inside What's... of that community, but it was a really interesting, mm. interesting discussion because he had just started doing like one thing after the other, and then he kept like feeding back and forth between them. And he, it's only been him up until now, which is, and he, I don't know what it's his, impressive. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, I can't like remember, but his M MMR is guys. high. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. And he actually talked about getting a lot of his business 
skills or not business skills with like how he thought about these things from his parents who were woodworkers which is interesting that i brought up the <laughs> sawdust metaphor and he was he was like dragged around to all these like woodworking shows where they would look at materials and like talk and and probably like haggle over prices i don't know i can't, I can't remember exactly what he said but like he didn't like it as a child but like now he realized he learned a lot from observing all of these boots and the industry from within mm-hmm yeah. Uh, so that's so that's not publicly available. It's not something we can link to in the show notes. You can link no? to the community. It's blogging for devs okay. is the community. Okay. All right. Well. So Benedict. Yeah. Are you going to do something with your sawdust? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not entirely sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not even sure what the sawdust of the last week or so would look like. Um, uh, we're still very much in the hiring process. Um, and I had to learn a tough lesson uh, last week that uh, saying no isn't that much fun. Uh, when you had like nice interviews with people who weren't bad people or like unskilled or anything, but just maybe not a good fit for this particular project. And then you have to tell them, yeah, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> this will not work out and uh, try to be nice about it. But in the end, yeah. they're still saying no. And that's kind of yeah. disappointing. Uh, it's yeah. not a fun feeling. Um, but ultimately, I I told myself that saying no now is probably better than firing them three months in. So yep. <laughs> um, that, that, yeah, I told myself that to make it feel a little bit better. Um, but yeah, we're still we're still in the in the process of, uh, of finding someone. Um, initially, we just just did a batch of interviews with like three people, and um, yeah, it didn't work out with all of them for different reasons. Um, and now I'm interviewing a lot more. Like I uh, invited a lot of more people to to do calls with me, and then. Uh, if the interview goes well, I'll have them for the test project. Um, and I feel like I'm doing nothing else but sitting on interview calls this week. Um, and so far, the results have been varied. Um, I had some really good interviews, but uh, earlier today I had an interview that was... <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what I was witnessing there. It just didn't work out at all. Um, so it wasn't easy. To, it was easier to say no to this one, but still, um, yeah, it's a trip. It's a new. It's a new world for me. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm learning with every interview, not just about the people, but like how to screw up interview questions and stuff like it. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, but people whole, say it's the hardest thing to thing. do. It's like absolutely one of the hardest things to do in the business. That might be true, yeah. I'm not, yeah, okay. I, and I'm. St I feel like we're still just scratching the surface. I feel like uh, the hiring part is probably still the easiest one, but then making it work in the long term is is probably even harder. Um, and that's why I, I feel like that's maybe why I'm a little bit picky. I'm not entirely sure. Mm -hmm. Like as I said, like some some of the applicants are really looking good and then maybe the test assignment wasn't quite right but they're nice people and they communicate well but you still like i don't know like if they screw up this part in the test assignment is that a was that just a fluke or is this like a 
a sign that you can't quite trust their judgment and i don't know it's just it's just super hard um to yeah to figure out who to hire <laughs> so yeah that's what's that's what's mostly occupying my time this week um and uh, other than that uh, i just did a little bit of the usual stuff like shipping a small feature last week in between all of the stuff that was happening uh it's, it's now finally possible to filter uh by form submissions it's like one of the features that <laughs> i decided to launch without um and it was the first thing people requested like <laughs> literally an hour after launching <laughs> Well, so the submission form submi yeah, yeah. Yes, the form submissions <laughs> look nice, but like how do I see who submitted what form? And they're like, yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was able to ship that last week and um, also came across a really stupid mistake in uh, how we delete uh, campaigns in user list. Um, I don't know. I should, probably shouldn't go into the details there, but... Uh, you can screw up the easiest tasks. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you discovered it and fixed it, or you've discovered it and you've got to find time to figure out how to. Um, the, how the nice, the nice things about stupid bugs like this one is that usually the fix is pretty straightforward, <laughs> pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> So yeah, they never go away. They are always there's always stupid stuff you can do, and you only realize that this is actually the wrong way to do it when someone tries to delete a campaign with ten thousand of uh, users who run it in the past and stuff like that. So yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> that's that's basically it. Yeah. Um, Here's some sawdust uh, so for you. It's uh, <laughs> like you could you could have a, a download or an email course series. I don't know on like real world lessons or like real world <laughs> bugs that I've experienced or something like that. Where it's one, it would make other people feel less not less stupid, but like it will. You know, everybody does some of the same mistakes, or everybody will make bugs and mistakes. But if you have some that you realized after a while and you could kind of list them off, then other people wouldn't like end up doing that mistake because they were like, oh yeah, that's, you know, number two on Benedict's list. Like, I'm not going to make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Post isn't but it Postgres? Like, you know, top, top silly Postgres mistakes or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I Or top five sure. performance um performance increases we've done or something like that like yeah. things it it could be in blog post you know that yeah top five in, top five performance problems and solutions we've had while scaling user list see there's your title uh <laughs> <laughs> i like it yeah <laughs> I, th I think there's I, oh that's that's a that's a really i like that idea i i what i'm sitting here trying to think through is like there's a uh, like. What's the distinction between sell packaging your sawdust and content strategy? Because I was thinking, you know, the sawdust for user list. You guys kind of already do it in a in a sense where you, um, you know, present you you give these templates for you oh, know, user onboarding emails or 
you know, and like if there's some sort of way to, without, you know, breaking any sort of privacy policy or whatever, but to see which sorts of systems work best amongst your user base and then share those observations that, I mean, is that packaging sawdust or is that just content strategy? Um, I think those two can I, be very uh, similar because your, yeah, your sawdust yeah. will often be content, right? Uh, exactly, yeah. Well, anyway, that's just a kind of a side thought. Like, I remember the back yeah. user in the list day. knows that most people don't. Yeah, because back in the day, I think when I was in university, I had some friends who were very heavily onto was it okay Cupid? It was like an international yeah, dating totally. dating site. Um and yeah. they had they had the best the, blog because they did that. They, they did. and they they had created... the most amazing data visualizations of anybody around. Yeah, it's like people who like like this weird thing usually end up with, on dates with people who like this weird thing. Um and it was funny. And then people found out about that's how I found out about okay Cupid. I never signed up though, but uh, that's how I, I mean, find out about them. So if I, I if know. I had if I would have needed them, I would have known of them. Yeah, that was right. the only dating site I knew right. of before it became like yeah, mainstream. Exactly. So Yeah. Yeah, something mm. like that. But that would be more on Jane's side, I guess, maybe. Like you would have to do the queries to like get that yeah, data but out, but then she would have to like write about it. So it's not your sawdust, it's more the product sawdust, it's, maybe. I don't know. And and to be like, let's be real here. This is not really sawdust. This is like <laughs> this is just having fun. big chunks of wood. <laughs> I now it's just like surfacing those yeah. insights. That's that's nothing that just happens by accident. Like you have to really dig into the data. That's um, yeah. yeah. And yes, I can do a Twitter thread on yeah. the stupid things I fixed in user list uh, in the last seven days or something like that. Yeah, that would probably be interesting and funny, but. I'm not sure, but like I feel like a lot of the stuff is so specific to the, like I feel like a lot of the stuff has too much. It needs too much context to actually explain what's going on, mm -hmm. because like to explain why deleting campaigns was was bad <laughs> and the implementation didn't quite work, I basically have to 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 explain how all of this just works on the on the yeah. inside and. That is a lot of setup, mm. uh, mental setup that people need to do to, to understand what's going on. Um, and also you are so selling yeah. a SaaS. Mm. You're not selling consultant or training or that kind of stuff that I am working on or the Go Rails yeah. guys did. Um, mm -hmm. And then yeah. you kind of need those systems in place. But when you, you have a SaaS, you have marketing people, you know, then it would yeah. be more to build your authority as a developer if you at any point would like to kind of leave and become just like a silent founder or owner, whatever it's called. Like if, if you wanted to go out and like do another startup as the technical founder or get a salary job like Brian, uh, then that could build <laughs> up your authority as, you know, a good developer with heavy scaling experience mm. but then that yeah is what, that's but you have to have some kind of goal even though the goal might change like we talked about today but like there needs to be <laughs> like somewhere you're trying to get to figure out what kind of sawdust to focus on i guess yeah but that raises a good point i mean you're probably right like whatever like my sawdust probably is only valuable to 
to me and my personal brand. And it's not really applicable to user list in the sense of like getting new customers. But one thing I'm questioning or wondering about um, in the hiring process um, is if we should have done a better job of just being involved in the communities of the tools we're using um, just for a hiring purpose. And I mean, it's kind of like a running joke at conferences these days that you end your talk with, hey, and by the way, we are hiring. But let's be honest, like we all follow like content by companies and they might be doing whatever, like, I don't know, you follow the Shopify blog or whatever or some some other startup that does something interesting. Um, not really, you're probably not a customer, but you like their blog posts about technical channels just they're, they're doing or their new JavaScript framework ideas or whatever. And I feel like that content makes it a lot easier to attract talent and applications. Uh, because honestly, for us right now, it feels like challenging getting in front of the right people. We get a lot of, mm. we get a decent amount of uh, of applications, but they're rarely like a perfect fit or a very good fit from the exceptional good fit from the yeah. from the start. And sure, some people can can be trained and stuff like that. But up until last week, we didn't get. I think we only got one application from an Ember.js developer out of the community. Mm -hmm. And things only started improving after I got onto this, uh, um, the Ember.js Discord, and they have a a hiring channel in there and. There was already a post there auto-generated by one of the Ember job posts, job, job boards. And once I started replying to that, telling people, hey, this position is still open. Uh, if you have questions, reach out to me. Then suddenly there was a lot more interaction because we were not a nameless, a faceless Just corporation a anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But it's not and, good and that got me thinking. Because you are yeah. the only developer so yeah so far and so people will will have to like you to want the job <laughs> or they, they would need to like and respect <laughs> like like enough to work, like like and respect your work or your you not even your work but like you as a person because that you know the other technical person you you're going to be working very closely so it makes sense yeah. that if you had more of let's say a personal brand like you said it would be more of a personal brand as a developer that would turn into employee branding or whatever they call it like the word for attracting talent because then people as you said would have known of you and the technologies that you are using and be like yeah like i really and like i've liked some of the posts that you've made on the user list blog about like your you did something on markdown for your marketing pages i've read that long before i ever met you, met you in, i haven't met you but met you in the, on here on the internet yeah um, and those kind of just like from two blog posts i was like well i like his approach like this is this is a person that i can see that i on the same page as me when thinking about technology so i think definitely even though it won't sell user lists subscriptions like a blog post about some weird technical challenge won't won't sell useless subscriptions maybe but you're right and it would probably help you attract the right people I was just agreeing yeah. with you. I just had to say something, I guess. 
that's usually how I do it as well. Like uh, when you tell something, I'm usually, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is a good idea because mm-hmm. what what you just said, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's how podcasting goes. <laughs> Anyways, okay. uh, but it's too—it's not too late because you're going to be hiring more people. So get on that. Yeah, we should. We should. I. I yeah. And get yeah, the new person. I just on have that. to figure out what to what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Also, doing just more open source would be helpful, but uh, there's so mm. little time and so so much to so do. Much to do. Anyways, I think that's it from me for this week. Good one. Yeah. A good one. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see y'all next week. For the goodbye yeah, party. Let's talk again. Yeah, let's let's do a nice goodbye it's party. So long goodbye. for now. <laughs> so long for now. Alright. Cool. Good catching up. Yeah. Yep. See y'all. See you later. soon.